In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. This is my body, which shall be given up for you. This is the cup of the new covenant in my blood, says the Lord. Do this as often as you receive it, in remembrance of me. We have just entered into a passion tide. Crosses and statues are covered in violets to help us purify our affections and to be focused upon the spiritual mystery we are about to celebrate again. <coughs> this spirit of penance is shown all throughout the liturgy this morning. From the accent of seriousness of the intuit, the trust to the Lord expressed by the sinner in the gradual and the tract, the solemn speech of our Lord about his filiation, which will deserve his condemnation later on, we are reminded about this gift, fruit of all the sufferings of our blessed Lord, this gift which is offered to us as many times as we need to support us in our journey, in our participation to the sufferings of the Lord, Holy Eucharist. The Holy Church, knowing our spirits was in need to be cheered up, as it seems that all the black clouds of sins and wrath were overshadowing us, presents us with the white host, the Immaculate Body of our Lord, which we will receive during this Mass, and is the subject of our adoration, praise and thanksgiving in the communion antiphon. The liturgy uses the same words the Lord instituted the sacrament with, to give us that light of hope in midst of such darkness. They are the word of the Lord from the Last Supper. We can see two parts in that antiphon. The first, which is the simple display of the body, the simple sage, sorry, of the body and blood of the Saviour, offered to the Father as a victim for the sin of the world. Secondly, the promise made to the world, this sacrifice will be living and you may benefit from it when needed, as often as you can, every day until the end. The Gregorian melody of these two line texts expresses the, this balance between these two parts. Calm and quiet for the mysterious first part, joyful and cheerful, and quite solemn as well for the second part. Today, everything, everything seems to go against us. The world, even ourselves sometimes. But we know that the Lord already won the battle for us. In Holy Eucharist, this, this token of paradise is given again to us to comfort us in our Lenten resolution. We probably failed them a number of times these last days. We forgot about them. Passion Tide, which the liturgical difference we saw this morning entering into church, Passion Tide is the right opportunity to seriously take them again. Let's not fail these last two weeks of our journey to Easter. Each day, we ought to renew our resolutions and arouse ourselves to further, as that it were the first day of our religious life. 
We have to say, help me, O Lord. O God, in my good resolution and in your holy service. Grant me now, this very day, to begin perfectly, for thus far I have done nothing. As our intention is, so will be our progress. And he who desires perfection must be very diligent. If the strong-willed man faints frequently, what of the man who makes up his mind seldom half-heartedly? Many are the ways of failing in our resolution. Even the slight omission of religious practice entails a loss of some kind. Following the teacher, the teaching of the author of the Imitation of Christ we just read, and lifted by the encouragement of St. Francis de Sal, our patron saint, let's renew our resolutions and strengthen them with the holy power of the divine body we are to receive again. I would have you know that we must never cease to make good resolutions. Even though we may be well aware of that, generally speaking, we do not carry them into effect. Yet, even if we should see that it will be out of our power to do so when the opportunity offers. Indeed, we must make them with, with, with still more firmness than if we felt within ourselves courage enough to succeed in our enterprise, saying to our Lord, it is true that I shall not have strength enough to do or to bear such and such a things of myself. But I rejoice in my infirmity, because it will be thy strength which will do it in me. Relying on, the, on this help, go forth courageously to the battle, and doubt not but that you, but that you will gain the victory. Our Lord treats us as a good father and a good mother. Our Lord treats us as a good father and a good mother treat their child, who is allowed to walk alone as long as he is on the soft grass of a meadow or some mossy carpet, because even if he were to fall, he could not do himself much harm. But on rough and dangerous roads, they carry the little one tenderly in their hearts. Lift up your hearts. The victory, the reward, is at hand. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen.